Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. You know I love music, and every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move, it makes me want to have fun, but it's something about this joint right here, this joint right here, it makes me want to, let it go, can't let this thing called up get away from you, feel free right now, go do what you want to do, can't let nobody take it away from you. Keep your head- 
uh, so you can uh, get some things off your chest. One of the things I wanted to talk about today, and I sent a a video out to everybody, and I'm constantly always trying to send out some videos so we can discuss them. But yesterday we were talking about common sense and talking about people being able to just get through this world by using the the gifts that God gave us. And when you don't have the gifts that God gave us, then you need to seek divine wisdom. And uh, not everybody who's educated even has wisdom. I saw a story today. Someone had to physically go out to this citizen's home and measure their grass. And they gave this lady a subpoena to appear in court or gave her an or initially gave her a ticket that she didn't pay and then followed it up with a subpoena. And uh what was sad about this situation is the person who went out to the yard obviously didn't knock on the door or get information uh that probably was provided by the city about the homeowner and would have come to a conclusion that maybe the homeowner was not in a position to cut their grass. Find out the homeowner was 75 years old, a woman living on her own, and uh, that maybe they needed to look for some other means to assist this elderly woman in getting her grass cut. But what they did was issuing a warrant for her arrest. And I'm not sure how the information got to her neighbors or got to the little boys who decided to go out and cut the grass for her. But certainly anybody with some initiative could have found a better way to deal with this woman other than have a subpoena. I know here in in Orlando, if you don't cut your grass, they'll send the city out to cut your grass and then send you a bill. And after you don't pay the bill, then they'll put a lien on your home. But I just don't think the way to deal with elderly people are people who find themselves unable to keep their property up is to... uh, Make it a criminal offense, especially if you don't know who you're dealing with. And so, um, D, I, I just, you know, when we were talking yesterday about using common sense and uh, getting people uh, to the point where they make good judgment, sometimes even our elected officials and city workers don't understand the need to use the laws against the right people at the right time. Good evening, James, and uh, thanks for your time coming on the show today. Um, 
you know, uh, well, you know, when we're speaking about common sense, uh, that's a rare attribute. Um, you know, uh, somebody said yesterday, yesterday, even though uh, the root word of common sense is common, it's not very common. Uh, um, some people uh, seem to be so defiant. Uh, when it comes down to implementing common sense, uh, they rather they rather be defiant and ex- exercise the attitude of arrogance. Um, we see that a lot these days, uh, because the common sense has to come common uh, common courtesy and common sense to me are, are cousins. And common courtesy, I've been told by people in today's generation. Uh, shows a sign of weakness. So when it comes down to common sense, common courtesy, um, there is a attitude of not willing to take the higher road in order to do so. Um, that's why when Michelle Obama say, uh, you, should, you should say when they go low, we go high, and we stay high. Um, that it, that takes that takes uh, work when it comes down to one ego being tested. Uh, a lot of people would rather give in to the to the ego as opposed to challenge one's ego. Um, and I, I find that you know the ego is the very thing that gets us in more trouble than it's worth. Um, the main function of the ego is to protect us, but sometimes it, it wants to uh, be involved in more things than necessary, and so we have trouble trying to corral that sucker and to where we can have a more peaceful life. So I think that's the, that's the answer I want to give that when it comes down to conversation. Thank you. Well, part of the issue about living life and being fair to people is not always jumping to the punitive punitive method of dealing with people until you understand the circumstances. So, uh, Cheryl, when this person's neighbors or uh, the person who went out to her house, somebody should have been able to make the uh, make or identify what the issues this woman had with her yard being in this manner. If this wasn't something that was normal, then certainly you need to find out why has this person changed their normal behavior and what it is that you can do to assist the person before you start giving punitive damages are getting to the point where you're going to put the lady in jail. Are you there, Cheryl? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Um, Good evening. How is everyone doing this evening? Um, I didn't get a chance to read the article or see the video, but, um, you know, just from what you were telling us, um, is that 
we don't have enough things in this world to be concerned about than to be reporting people for some of the smallest details and then taking it to the point where they want to arrest the woman without investigating it thoroughly. I mean, how about somebody just go to a house if they want to take and take some legal action? I mean, I, I don't know. I just found that this was just so, so, so ridiculous, so time-consuming. Um, and just like you said, neighbors, neighbors mean so much different now. It means that we live in the same area. When, you know, I can recall when I um, communicate with somebody on Facebook that I used to live in the area, and I'll say, how you doing, neighbor? And neighbor is that we looked out for each other. We were the eyes, the ears, you know, for each other. We sat there, we talked together, we visited together, you know, those kind of things. Um, Neighbors have taken on a whole different meaning today. It's just that I live near you. That's all neighbor is. And just like you said, somebody, if this was out of the norm, that a person who um, reported it um, have seen the activities of the yard being cut and this was not the norm, you know, look like they would have tried to find out what was going on. Somebody could have easily, well, have been deceased in the house and didn't get to the grass. It could have been a numerous things, you know, and I'm just so shocked at our um, law system, you know, that we take on some of the silliest, meaningless things. And I can understand, you know, what you said, James, if um, where you live, if your grass gets to a certain length, the city come and cut it and give you a bill. I can I can understand that process. But, you know, and I'd be glad if somebody, you know, if I was in that situation and couldn't get the grass cut and the city came out and cut it and, you know, be thankful to be able to, to pay them. But, I mean, I just found that this just was so ridiculous. We are reporting some of the silliest things today. I mean, you can't even walk, you know, what you're going to say, you're going to walk, um, you're going to report somebody because they had two different shoes on next, or you're going to report somebody because of, I mean, what about all of these that's walking around with their pants sagging down? What about some of those actions? You know, we're not looking at any of the things that is, that have a little bit more meaning. And just like I said yesterday, what about the children, you know, just um, that's being abused? And just like what Joyce brought up, the things that she was talking about, why we aren't looking at those things, why are we reporting somebody who grass wasn't cut but didn't find, didn't even go to find out why it wasn't cut? Just ridiculous. Well, let me just say, that the young lady had, the older person had a a very large yard. You could almost say it was a a field. Uh, and, again, though, somebody should have been aware of who lived in that house. And uh, she had to be living in the house for a while. Again, she was 75 years of age. 
But, uh, D, I'm just concerned about how quickly we jump from giving a person a citation for the height of their grass uh, and requiring them to come to court. And then we go to uh, going out to, uh, I mean, giving a um, a warrant for the person's arrest. Uh, what happened to maybe having a welfare check? A welfare, a not well, a wellness check. Okay, so why didn't someone want to meet uh, and see if there were some issues uh, that this person's yard all of a sudden has grown to a certain height? Uh, we seem to be ready to put people in the court system so quickly. Over uh, over minor things. Well, I, I, I agree. Um, I don't know if the uh, the county uh, or the city or the county are so hard, hard up that they got to uh, pounce on uh, anything that that seems to be readily available uh, to be to be cited. Uh, but you know. I, I almost kind of wish that um, that the, the media had got involved a little bit to a, to ask these same questions. Um, you know, um, it, the lady had to have some friends or someone that could have. It, it sounded like to me that she didn't get any warning, much of a warning, uh, much of a warning, because it seems like some other neighbors or maybe the, the neighborhood church would have. Uh, been somewhat of some some kind of help to her, uh, but if she didn't get much of a warning at all, and like Miss uh, Cheryl said, um, she could have been incapacitated in a way where she just couldn't get around to um, to verbally have somebody come over and mow the yard, mow the lawn for her. Uh, any number of things they could have been a little bit more compassionate, and basically, and I think that's the word that, we, that I'm looking for is the lack of compassion. Um, uh, there seems to be a lot of that going on right now. Uh, uh, lack of compassion. Uh, I'm I'm hesitant to ask where where her uh, ethnicity was. Is what what's her race? Uh, if uh, let me ask that question. Uh, was she a person of color or what? Uh, she was a white female, and, uh, you know, I mean, the issue becomes once the community found out, uh, people did come to her aid. Some kids uh, came with uh, walking lawnmowers. They had about two or three walking lawnmowers, and then I guess one man saw what was going on and how difficult it was for the kids with the walking lawnmower. Then he came with the ride lawnmower. But, uh, D, just like you talk about compassion and humanity, we all are going to get old one day. And hopefully we got family around to help us with those things that we're not able to do ourselves. But sometimes people need to realize that some things that we want to do we might have difficult doing when we get older 
uh, because of our health or because of our finances. So at some point, you know, after all those years of you paying taxes and doing the right thing, it should count for more than a, than just being, you know, getting upset about you, your grass being 18 inches high and uh, you needing uh, to, uh, to get it cut. Uh, D, let me ask you, is there some, you, you live out in the outlying areas and you have a lot of, of the land or is there a, some requirement about how high your grass can be allowed to get even in the in the field area? No, not in the field area that I know of. Um I live in the city limits of a of a um moderately populated town. Um but I work in the in the rural areas. <coughs> Excuse me. And most of it um, is is farm area and farm land, and um, I do run across some uh, properties where the grass is up to the windows, um, and that's mostly out in the county areas. And so, to answer your question, I I, I don't think there is a uh, uh, ordinance <clears throat> that will um, suggest that these people keep their land. Or their property, or their uh, or their uh, lawn manicured to a certain standard. But of course, now when you live in in the inner city and and under neighborhood ordinances, uh, there will be stipulations in that way. Uh, uh, so you know, and you know, I've I've known uh, the uh, person uh, that owned the property. If you live in a, in a in a uh, 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 organized uh, Gated community or whatever, they will uh, they will interview you to see see what your uh, practices are when it comes down to keeping your home uh, nice and neat and painted and 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 your lawn uh-huh. uh, tailored. So, uh, but uh, to answer your question, not in the rural areas. Uh, I don't think there are, there are any uh, set statutes when it comes down to uh, uh, having them um, adhere to practices such as that. Uh, Cheryl, what about you? Do you uh, is your property under any kind of guidance to about how high your grass is supposed to be, or how low it's supposed to be? No, not at all. And um, we just try to outdo the rain sometimes, but sometimes the rain outdo us as far as the yards. I can remember last summer. Um, the um, riding lawnmower that we have, because we had we own two acres, um, was we were waiting on a part, and I guess the neighbor next door just noticed that we didn't have much backfield activity with the um, with the grass being cut. Um, we would cut the front, you know, I'll cut the front with the push mower, and we'd eat. But um, one day we woke up to some noise, and the neighbor had then came over with his riding lawnmower and cut the whole back. So what he noticed was, you know, what was going on, but noticed that, you know, we always keep the grass cut. Something must be going on. And what the couple did was they sent their son over on the riding lawnmower to cut the grass. Didn't ask no question, just noticed that, you know, and that's what I'm saying about neighbors. And our neighbors, well, y'all know that we are only the only black people 
that own prop this um land and it's about five miles long the street we stay on. So this was um they were white that came over, um, to cut the grass. So, you know, and that's how it is within this little area right here. But no, I mean, you know, sometimes it rains so much that we don't get a chance to cut the grass, and other people don't either. So we try as soon as, you know, we get a couple of days of sun, and then depending on how your land is, if you have quite a bit, some of it can be low in spots and high in spots, so it stay it may stay wet a little bit longer after it's finished raining. But, no, not in this area. We don't have um, any kind of rules, uh, um, regulations as far as how to keep the grass cut. Yeah, after I read the article, it seemed to me that this lady had a field. Uh, they used the term field instead of yard because uh, she had uh, quite a bit of property. And, uh, you know, I just, I just think that sometimes uh, people who go around and they have, um, they have the ability to make their life miserable, they choose to try to do that, see, more than try to, uh, to be good, good at their jobs. You know, they're, they're, they're more willing to use the stick uh, than to use, uh, the carrot. And so, you know, sometimes you need to ask yourself as a public servant, what is your job to do? And uh, and I think it would have been better for somebody to knock on that door a few times. They asked her what, what was the problem versus trying to bring out the stick so quickly. Yeah, they could have um, they could have took, taken the time to do that, um, but uh, you know that that would that would would have taken time, and uh, I don't know whether they were trying to set an example or they were just um, you know I, again I think the media should be one of the uh, the uh, avenues to go and ask ask these same questions, ask these same questions. You know, uh, why were you all so adamant? About uh, having a warrant uh, put out on the lady, uh, uh, without even considering her circumstances, um, I, I think that's that's some answers that should be asked of the uh, of the courthouse or, or, or whomever was in charge of doing that. And another thing is just respectful of people's ages. I um, I saw another story. About now, this would have made me mad, and and this just recently happened to me, and I did tell the person um, how upset I was because they didn't. Uh, let me just, I won't tell both the stories. What happened to me was, I told y'all, I procrastinate a lot, and I need to get out of the habit of procrastinating because the way the system works, the more you procrastinate, again, how quickly the penalties become. So this particular year, I had to uh, get my um, tag renewed as well as my driver's license. And I waited too long to do it on the computer, and I ended up getting uh, my driver's license got uh, expired. 
as well as my tag. And so what that meant was I had to go get um I had to go get my my eyeglasses cuz that meant I had to go and do the do the um eye test because I didn't get it renewed on the computer. So uh, that meant even more time. And then, of course, I got penalized for being late for both of those. But uh, when I went to the bank, I found out that the bank would not even allow me access to my money because my driver's license had expired. And uh, I'm sitting there telling this lady, well, that doesn't change who I am because the driver's license is expired. So why would you assume that I wasn't James D. Shea just because the date of the driver's license was no longer valid, okay? Well, I saw a story where a 90-plus-year-old man went to the bank. His driver's license had expired, and he wanted access to his money. Now, you know that older men and women can be very cantankerous when it comes to their money. And they want their money when they want it. And they ain't hearing none of that other stuff you're talking about because they, you, you know, they know that's their money. Well, the bank called the um, police, and instead of the policeman uh, trespassing the man from the bank, the police officer took the man to the DMV, talked to somebody, and got him up to the front of the line, and was able to get his license taken care of in less than an hour. Then took him back to the bank so that he could get a withdrawal. And see, you know, and and when I saw this video, the people were talking about these are the kind of stories we need to hear about police officers going beyond the call of duty. First and foremost, it's their job to be out there working and being with people and interacting with people, maybe even if it takes more than an hour for them to being on that call, he was still at work. So, you know, a lot of times they want the quick solution to their problems, and the quick solution is is arresting people, you know. And so I, I just take my hat off to this man because this was something he recognized that this was an older gentleman, he didn't know why the man needed his money, but it was his money to have. And so he assisted him in getting his money. And those are the kind of stories I would like to hear, more so than these stories about taking people to jail just because you got the right to take them to jail, Cheryl. You're right. Um, it seems, though, you know, these negative stories overpower the positive ones because you know everybody know I don't have a, a TV but the things that pop up on my phone is really not a whole lot of anything that's positive mostly everything is negative um, and that's one thing you know that can be draining to a person all the negativityness that we hear day and day and day. And, you know, it almost makes people think, well, is there anything good going on out there? But it is. It is. It's just not being reported or talked about as fast 
as the negative things. But if we, you know, if we share these stories and talk about these things, that you know, just like we talk about the things that um, that happen that's bad, we can also <laughs> give some of that time to more of the positive things. And that way people can be more uplifted and not so discouraged, always thinking that, you know, there's nothing good that's going on out here when there's plenty of good that's going on out here. Uh, see, there are some people who have a soft heart and a heart for people. Uh, you know, I, I try my best to have a soft heart as often as I can. Uh, but there are times when my my I guess my spirit is tested, and so we have to be real careful and be prepared to to have a soft heart uh, when at all possible, uh, so that people can understand and see that there there are people who care about others and who want to give some type of assistance. Well, you know, I'm, I'm in agreement um, that the more positive story uh, is more inspirational, especially in the negative world. Um, you know, when you when uh, you sent the text out uh, yesterday or Friday, I think it was about the two girls that were fighting over a pair of shoes. Um, that, as you know, that was me that threw my hands up in the way of text just to say I'm done. With people right. not knowing how to not knowing how to act, <clears throat> and but you know uh, to to turn the page uh, uh, in a way of an example on how people should act. Um, you know, I'm I'm pretty much convinced that some people just don't know how to act uh, in today's world. Um, the the attribute I like to call it of common courtesy just don't exist. Or, or it it exists. It's just not taught, or it's uh, it, it it's almost in the uh, stage of being a relic of things in the, of the past. Uh, common courtesy, you know, just uh, walking into a room and just speaking to people. I do that all the time. Now, but I blow people's mind when I do that. You know, I walk into a room, uh, walk into the uh, uh, health department or, or the beauty salon or where I'm delivering the package. And I'm like you, James. I do stuff on purpose just to blow people's mind, just to show them that this is this is how you're supposed to do it. You don't have to mean mug a person just because you think that's the norm. Um, so uh, it it is important too for us, especially uh, older adults, to take the the bull by the horns and try to redirect the way things are being accepted as being normal because it's not normal. But, you know, um, a world going forward won't have an idea of what normal is if we don't have some uh, interest in it and show them uh, what we have learned in the past and wish to uh, leave a good impression on the world uh, before we leave here. Because, again, you know, if if you're not leaving a positive impression uh, during your uh, tenure here on earth, then uh, our time here has just been totally wasted. Thanks. But, D uh, and Cheryl, 
I both want you to answer this question. There are sometimes when you experience people not being able to accept a your hand or, or gift of blessing because they want more than you're able to give. I remember one time when I stopped my car because I saw that this lady somehow missed her turn and ended up way into the, this person's yard because she must have been going too fast. I don't know what happened that she would have ended up jumping the curb and going so far up in these people's yard. But I stopped and I asked, I say, you know, what kind of assistance can I give you? Can I call somebody or what can I do to help you? Uh, and the lady wanted me to push her car uh, out of this yard, and she was a, a good 10, 10 to 20 feet up into this lady's yard, nearly touching her uh, house. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm getting ready to go to work, and I only stopped just to uh, see if I could call somebody or do something of that nature. I was not in a position uh, to start doing no physical labor. And um, so, you know, sometimes when you stop and help people, they want more than you're able to give uh, at the time and want to get upset about it. Miss Cheryl, you go first. Cheryl? Well, you know, that's right. Because, you know, we have people that are supposed to be homeless, supposed to be hungry, and I'll take them in the store and say, well, I can buy you something to eat, and they don't want that. Well, you just said you was hungry, and I'm offering to buy you something to eat. So evidently you're not that hungry, but we already know, you know, what they want. But you're right, you know, is that they may have their mind set on one thing, and we're not capable of giving that particular thing. And that's where we call those people that are cheeky. They're real cheeky. But, um, yeah, we find that all the time, every day. Um, I work for food, but it depends on what kind of work it is. Oh, I'm not going to do that. I can't get out in no sun. And, well, you ain't trying to work for no food. Or you, not tr- or you don't really want a job. You just like the idea of being able to beg and and you know some people really need it. Some people really do, but some people really don't. And we have to be careful. But you know, just like you were saying, um, people not willing to take what we are we're able to give them, or even capable of giving them. They beyond. Um, they just cheeky. That's what I call those people. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> James, I was cracking up as you was explaining that uh, because, um, you know, being a person like like we are, Miss Cheryl, uh, she says all the time that, you know, that she has been given hard and always there for somebody, and, and then they, uh, in return they seem to be scared. Um, you know, I found that, uh, especially in, in the region of the southeast that I'm in now, uh, when you offer um to help somebody, or even when you give them a compliment, something as minor as a compliment, they kind of take that and run with it. Like, what else can I get? You know, uh, you know. Um, I remember when I first moved down here, and I, uh, my wife and I, we were just, we were dating, and um, and I moved, and I came down here uh, for Thanksgiving, 
and it was my nature to uh, to bring a uh, floral arrangement for the for the person that was uh, that was um, providing Thanksgiving for, for for the table setting uh, floral arrangement for the table setting. So I brought one in, and um, you should have seen the eyes that I got. Uh, because it was said, I heard later that uh, it was thought that I was trying to make an, uh, 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 a hit or, or trying to, <coughs> excuse me, trying to, uh, trying to uh, impress the house lady. And I was just, I was just being courteous. So right. some people, yeah, so some people don't know how to accept a gift. Let's say that. Some people don't know how to accept a gift, uh, and and when you try to give them a gift, uh, they they think it's a it's an opening. They think it's an opening for more. What else What else do you have that that you want to give? You know. But real quick, um, I remember when I was living in Atlanta, and you, you, we all see people on, on, on at the at the foot of the exit. Uh, we'll we'll work for food and that stuff like that, like Michelle said. But this one guy used to have a sign. He said. And the sign said, I'm not going to lie. I just need a bill. And so I thought that was so funny, you know, because uh, a lot of times these people will be uh, way way more muscular than I am and and able-bodied to uh, to work, but they seem not to. They're really big, like Mr. Uh, like Sheriff. Thanks. Yeah, it is amazing to me that people can – have habits that you don't have, but they want you to support their bad habits, you know, Cheryl? And, and so I'm just one of those people who, uh, if it's something that I might do, uh, then I might not mind supporting you doing it. But I definitely ain't supporting you doing something that I don't do. So you can't just take my money and uh, purchase yourself something I wouldn't use it for. So if I think that is even anywhere near possible, uh, you're not getting my cash. And just like you, I'd much rather take you to get food uh, than have you spending my money on uh, cigarettes and alcohol. If that was for me, I didn't hear it all. I heard you say okay, that I'm you would rather. Just, just like you, oh. I, I'd much rather buy them food. Uh, then have them spending my money on cigarettes and alcohol, and that's not a habit that I have. So why should I support the habit you got? Absolutely. I feel the same way, too, you know. And that's when you say people feel like they're entitled to or you owe them, you know, something that they're not even capable of giving their own self. But then they get mad with yeah. you, when you can't when you can't measure up to what they expect you to be able to give to them. I don't know. We lived, we live in a world with people who have some stinking thinking. That's all I want to say about that. One. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're right. I know you're right. Let us take a break, and we'll come back and continue our conversation.
I am this woman. I am this woman that has set the expectations of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman that does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintained her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. I am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman who does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but creates my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream. I am the woman of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth. Igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. It is important that you call in at 657-383-0309. We want your opinion to be heard beyond a few blocks. We want your opinion to be one that can inspire and keep people engaged as we look to talk about the things that have value, not only today, but tomorrow as well. Uh, Cheryl, what are your final thoughts this evening? Great conversation. Um I enjoy, you know, when we can um, put out different opinions, help people to see things um, maybe in a light that they have not seen before, um, bring good to the um, conversation as well. You know, just like when you said that um, a group of kids or whoever it may have been, you know, went and cut the ladies' grass, um, all of those is good information that we are spreading out there. And, you know, and, again, I appreciate you for allowing us to have our voices heard because a lot of times things 
that we want to get out. We can't get out, but you have provided a platform for those things where we can reach others. And I hope that, you know, those that are listening just don't, aren't listeners, but also call in be as well as be participants, you know, so that their voice could be heard as well and be able to be a, more of an encouragement, you know, to all of us. And like I always say, you know, whatever we do, we can always do more. And I want to just let you know, and D as well, that it is all so wonderful to know that I'm not here alone, that I always have people who support me and the show. And we have to be here to discuss things and let people know that we we are part we want to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. We got a lot of things that we need to do. Uh, we talked yesterday about those boys, and we're thankful uh, that four of them have gotten out, and now we're ready uh, and praying for the rest of them to get out as well. So, Cheryl, just take care, and I'll see you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Everybody, take care. See you later.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.